people wait for opportunity and then what happens is that they wait, they wait, they get frustrated and then they go for the plan B. They never think about creating a platform for themselves. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Bloomex Podcast. Uh, thank you again for MCRO for sponsoring this episode. You guys have been doing a great job on continuing to support us and the community we're trying to, uh, trying to build. Uh, MCRO, if you guys are ever looking for any programming help, uh, building apps, software, definitely hit them up. They're super uh, responsive, LinkedIn and um, other channels. And also, again, thank you for Huddle for having us here at this beautiful space uh, and filming out of, uh, out of the conference room. Um, shout out to you guys. Guys, we have Navs47. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Ravi? I'm great. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I mean, we've been talking so much about having you on the show, uh, mostly because like I'm super excited for this one. Right? We've been friends for like 80 years now. Yes. We just calculated that. <laughs> um, and I've seen the growth of you before NAVS, before you're known as NAVS, um, Navida. Right? I didn't even call you that, actually. Yeah. I was so, super confused for, for the longest time what your real name was. Cause yeah. You were experimenting at that time about finding your identity and your voice and all that, like, especially from like right when we met, right? Like you came up and started talking to me and you're like, hey, you know, I'm from Montreal, I'm new here, you know, what's up? I think we met at um, my, at Vino's sister's uh, wedding, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. mutual friend introduced us. And one of the things I loved about you is how straightforward you just talked about, you know, who you are, what you experienced and, you know, you just wanted to be known. Yes. And that's what we really connected off of. Yes, absolutely. Right? And I, know, I know, like, I was looking forward to this interview because I know that I'm getting interviewed by someone who knows me. Mm. So it's a different story, right? Because you've seen me before I became NAS 47 and as Navini. Yeah. So for me, it's like a, I was really excited to have this conversation with you because uh, we go way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, we have a surprise video in store later, but I remember, like, just us... In the back, in, our, in my backyard, right? My boys be there, some guys be there, like Nero be there playing yes. drums, <laughs> Sajiv be there rapping, and you'd come in with Tamil freestyle rap, blowing everybody away, because here is this like you know, like small Schlenken girl who comes in with a loud voice, with aggressive tone, and it was like that 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 voice, right? I mean, that's really what compels I think everyone who listens to you, because you can hear the power behind it. Thank you. And one of the things I've I, I benefited from is seeing the development of that. Right? I, mean, I remember when you started teaching yourself how to play guitar. Right? Like, uh, I remember like, that scene from Friends when like, like, the, like, the character Phoebe, like, she made up her own name for the chords when she learned a guitar. Yeah. And you were kind of doing that too because yes. you're learning it off YouTube. Yes. Right? yes. I mean, that was your grind. Like, you use YouTube to learn a musical instrument, get more musically inclined, and from there start singing, right? discovering your voice through that. But... Um, Man. Talk about technology. Yeah. Like, you know, you can learn anything off YouTube. So I did learn how to play the guitar off YouTube. And you're right. I think for me to get comfortable with my voice, uh, it took me some time because mm. I know it's aggressive. I know it overpowers the beat half of the time when I'm trying to sing. And uh, the moment I start accepting my voice for what it is, that's when the whole NAS 47 start happening yeah because before I was like because in Tamil movies and stuff like that you don't hear a voice that's aggressive you always hear this soft tone high-pitched sweet voice so growing up for me that was the right type of voice and I was like I don't have that type of voice and I was I I wasn't comfortable 
I wasn't comfortable singing. Mm. That's why I think rap was a form of me to like, you know, express myself. Because when you're rapping, you don't really have to worry about the pitch. Yeah. You don't have to worry about the tone or anything. You can mm. just, it's the attitude that, that matters when you're rapping and your expression. Mm -hmm. So uh, when I started rapping, that's when I realized that, hey, people like it. Mm -hmm. So the Nas 47 journey started because I started accepting me for who I am. Definitely. Yeah. And you first started rapping in Tamil, right? Which is supremely hard. Now, nowadays you go on YouTube and find people experimenting in this style, but yeah. really you started experimenting yourself without hearing, having much influence yeah. coming in. And uh, that's what, I think that one of the reasons why you're such a strong voice is because you've discovered it for yourself rather than imitating Absolutely. different art forms. Absolutely right. Um, and even when you first started rapping, like a lot of people who heard it, like a lot of people who've heard it before were like always astounded, but like, yo, how is she connecting these words together? Because Tamil, like one of the things, things like I, I want to bring up too, is that how strongly you love the language, right? Uh, I still have the book where you try to teach me Tamil because <laughs> I'm such a lost cause, right? Like, I, like my boys all call me whitewashed because like I came here knowing Tamil, like knowing Sinhalese, like growing up in like born in Jaffna, grew up in Colombo, came here when I was six, forgot everything, Yeah. right? Fluent in two languages, came here, learned a third and forgot the first two. And it never got back into learning it as much as like my parents tried, as much as I tried, it was hard, Yes. right? But you gave such a compelling like, love for this language that I'm, I was willing to sit down with you and actually pay attention, right, and go through that. And where does that come from? I mean, for you, like, what does Tamil identity mean? Like, uh, I think in Tamil. Yeah. So for me to be able to sing, write, or anything, it comes from my mother tongue. Mm. And speaking about mother tongue, my mother is a huge influence. And her love for Tamil is beyond anything. Yeah. And I think it's from her that I got this passion for the language and the love for the history and everything. So I cannot, I, I, I didn't even try writing or singing in any different language. Tamil was the first and the only option that I had. Because again, I think Tamil. Mm. So um, yeah, I just love the language. And it, it's definitely my mother like, ha plays a huge role in it. Because she made sure that we didn't speak French when we were uh, raised in Montreal. You know how you said that, you know, when you start learning a new language, you forget the older one. So that's what happened. So when I learned French, my mother made sure that at home we speak Tamil. Yeah. So that was the rule. And if we spoke any other language than Tamil, you would see slippers running across the room, broomsticks and everything. So, um, yeah, shout out to my mother. Honestly, like she's the reason why I am who I am today. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm so grateful that she, a strong lady like that, like was part of my life. And she still is so supportive for what I do. Never said no to anything that I wanted to do. So yeah, that's how it all started. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, how do you like attribute that like that um, that childhood to that? Because you you're from Montreal. Yeah. Right. And uh, you, you learned French from a young age. Were you born in Montreal? No, no, no. I was born in Colombo. Okay. And then I came to Canada when I was 11, 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And I was in Montreal. I yeah. learned French. And then I moved to Toronto. Yeah. And like that Montreal culture definitely, definitely influenced you. Yes. Right. I mean, you were you, like, it's like Montreal, especially has such like a liberal thinking city. Like yes. Toronto's a banking city. We're yes. so conservative here. It's Everyone here is money. so harsh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
we, we, I remember you initially talking about the people here are so different. Like, yeah. you, used to, you used to think, you talk back about Montreal, what you miss it because you can just literally be in the street after a party. Yeah. And people just want to talk and yeah. just talk to you and like communicate. Whereas here, you know, you go into like Adelaide, like uh, Richmond Street after like, a, a, like a, on a Saturday night, people are fighting in the street. Fighting. Like, you know, yeah. they're very aggressive to each other. Yeah. The culture shift just between Montreal and moving here, right? Um, did that impact you in any way? Yeah, I did because first of all, like I didn't know English. Mm -hmm. I learned French. So I knew Tamil and then I learned French and the lifestyle is so different. Like you said, in Toronto, it's like, it's like from point A, point B, point B, point C, everything is like a schedule and you have no time to stop and talk to people. Mm -hmm. Where in Montreal, uh, nobody is, is worried about saving money. Like, you know, if, if anybody had $5, they would think about, hey, I'm going to go to the convenience store, buy a beer. But here, like every penny, like they they want to save. Mm. And that culture was, uh, what did definitely have an impact on me because I left all my friends there and then I have to make new friends, the language, even the fashion. Like, I don't have to tell you about Montreal fashion. It's yeah, so yeah, French. Yeah. And when I moved here, everybody was looking at me so weird. Why does she have a weird accent? So again, when I came from uh, you know Sri Lanka to to Montreal, I had to adapt to that culture, and then Montreal mm. to Toronto, it was like a different country. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. felt like I'm in a different country because mm. of the whole uh, you know change. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, you talked about this before to me also, elsewhere, like also like how vocal of a person you were, and the the ability to have to learn a third language now, right? In your teenage years, um, your late teenage years now, especially yeah. that that prevented you from being able to communicate and the yes. frustration that brought out, right? Like, yes. did that lead to you creating your art? Like, yeah. the frustration of being unable to communicate? Yeah, I think, I think the, when I started writing music, it's, it's because I was frustrated, angry. I don't know how to express myself. And it would come in a form of, uh, you know, writing. So that writing later on turned into songs when I learned how to play the guitar. Mm. And then it turned out to rap because I didn't like my singing voice. So the transition, like it, the, the main one was the frustration. Like every time I, f I see injustice in the society or like every time I watch news, anything that upset me, writing was my escape. Yeah. Even now, yeah. like even now, like so you write paper, more? Yes, pen and paper is like my escape. Anything that goes through my life, the first, first interaction that I have is with my diary. So that's how everything transitioned yeah. and uh, yeah. Have you ever thought about like blogging about this, like instead of like writing for yourself, writing for, for the, your audience? So lately I've been writing under my Instagram, like pictures, I start to write in English, like, you know, like have a caption of like what happened, like, you know, but I'm not, I don't think I'm comfortable enough to speak in public or even like have a blog where it's all about like yeah. my journey, but maybe eventually I think I'd be ready, but as I of think now, that'd be a lot of people really interested in that because you've organically grown. It's yeah. not like you were discovered, yeah. not like someone found you and made you think like you've tried and tested and like slowly grew your audience like by singing and like as uh, you trained yourself, yeah. literally yes. trained yourself in this art form to communicate this. Um, and it's been a journey for you, right? Um, so, yeah, can you bring up uh, her Instagram actually? Right? Like I mean, looking through your Instagram, like it's, it, you, you created, like, created it really well because it showcases all aspects of you. Like right off this, you know, you showcase your family, yeah. right? Your aunt now, congrats, yes. right? New Auntie, Auntie 47. Mm -hmm. 
right? And you talk about your art, other art you're into, you talk about, you know, um, all the mother, different things. Yeah, yeah, that's my mother. And uh, yeah, pretty much it started from, from zero. Mm -hmm. Everything that I've, I've gained, like every supporter, every single one of them I earned yeah. through, like, like you said, like organically. Like nobody gave me a shout out, nobody gave me an opportunity to sing, nobody gave me a stage. It was based on my own will. Definitely. And I, I think that everybody should create their own platform. Because I reached out to so many singers yeah. before. I'm like, hey, can I join your band? Can I sing? They'd be like, no, your voice doesn't suit this song, suit that song. Then you know what? I'm going to write my own song. Mm. Then what? Nobody can say that I'm not hitting the pitch correctly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. my song. So I can see how I, I want. So yeah, everything. I think, I think people wait for opportunity and then what happens is that they wait they wait they get frustrated and then they go for the plan b they never think about creating a platform for themselves it's 2020 it's digital era yeah yeah everything can be done online like you know what i mean yeah the ease of access right yeah you no longer have to go and beg at a radio station hey play my cd or you know you're you know, you, know yeah. you remember back in the days people were like yo hear my music hear my music yeah like trying to sell an idea, it's it's different now because you can just put it online. Exactly. And let people come to you. Exactly. Right. Let yourself. Let your art speak for itself. Yeah, that's an advantage that we have. I would say. When did you first start posting your your stuff online? Uh, I've been posting for a very long time yeah. since maybe 2000, 2012, I think it was my fashion year. Like I would post more of my outfits and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you're always on. Yeah. yeah. 2014 was my emo year where I would like with my guitars sing sad songs yeah 2016 is when i'm like you know what get like, more coordinated yeah and, yeah I'm, what I'm brand gonna, i want to build i'm gonna become a rapper yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> mom i'm gonna become a rapper okay okay <laughs> how was that conversation like uh like i said my mom is like very supportive uh she's like do whatever you want because i don't take no as an answer yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah cool i mean literally one of the first times we hung out you're like i didn't recognize you because you just dyed your hair bright red right i was like i came to pick you up <laughs> And like I was waiting around this plaza yeah. and you walk right by me and you're like, hey, it's me, new hair, <laughs> right? Completely new hair, different. And like six, like, you know, a few months will go by and it's a completely different you, right? Yeah. You're like reinventing yourself through fashion almost like, because um, like the way look, uh, looking back at it, you're trying to express yourself yes. again, right? Come back down to expression. So um, I really want to talk about the music video um, you shot in the desert, right? Like your, that was your first like, like professionally done yes. concept video, right? Yes. Um, Shout uh, out to Colin Shan. <laughs> yeah, beautifully done. Thank you. Right, it came out really well. So proud of you when this came out because I can Thank understand you. the amount of work that went into planning this, yes. especially when you had to go into a desert somewhere and do that. Yeah, yeah you were good there. Yeah, yeah. So that song was like literally two people, uh, me and the and Colin Shan. So yeah, it was like it turned out very nice. Cool. Can yeah. you play some in the background for us? And uh, yeah, I mean, you salt you. This is in the salt plains, right? In uh, Nevada? Um, this one is in uh, Utah. Utah. Utah, Utah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. How'd you find, find the. Colin. Colin. Yeah. Colin found this place. He uh, found this I, bus. I love how this song starts. Yeah. Like right from the way, like you just launch yourself, yeah. right? And like, can we go back and play the hook actually? Uh, I'm not sure if it's gonna come out really well, but I think this song really introduced your voice yes. to the world. And I think you, you kind of did it purposely, right? Like there was no like normal intro like you do nowadays where you're like waiting around and you jump in a beat. You went right in with the powerful. I think that's my style. Even yeah. my song Kadali, yeah. uh, it, it the, goes the right away with like, 
Yeah. Yeah, it's just I love straight that. Straight to the point. <laughs> to be honest, completely honest, I have no idea what anything you're saying. Seriously? Yeah. Ravi, I'm so, so disappointed. I'm so bad in Tamil, right? I don't understand it. When I listen to your music, I'm not listening for the. Can you putting it back down? I'm not, I'm not listening to the actual lyrics. I'm, I'm sad to say. Because I'm, I'm sure they're brilliant, but I hear the intent. Yeah. I hear the passion behind it, and I'm like, I'm moved by that. And that's why I'm always playing this, right? Aww. Even though I don't understand it. And I think. Like uh, that, the thing that, that everyone else saw as a weakness in you—that that voice, that raw power, that that crack voice you talk about a lot—it's your calling card. Yeah. It, it's, it's what makes you you, right? Yeah. And it's become that. So um, yeah, sorry, I, I cut you off. Like you, it became like your voice became like this this tool you utilize, right? When you first made this song, like made this video, like what what was the process like, right? Of figuring out how to shoot it and all that. So first it started with the studio, like Steve Cliff made the beat. Mm. And when he was playing the beat, uh, usually I get ideas right away. When he played the song, the hook came to my mind. When that part came, I'm like, okay, this is going to be the hook. And then I started writing. Like I was sitting literally on the floor. I mean, he had couches, trust yeah, me, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I just wanted to sit on the floor and start writing. And then I go to the studio, record it, and then I show it to Colin Chan. And Colin Sean would give me the green signal if he feels like, you know, like if, if he wants to work on this project. So he said yes. And then we reached out to sponsors. So the firm group sponsored this music video. Awesome, yeah. So, um, Shout out to Suman. Yeah. <laughs> with that budget, uh, Colin Sean, what he would do is he would find these places to go. He booked an Airbnb and then we just went. And then I'm my own stylist, makeup artist. And I was just doing my thing and he shot it. Amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How many times did you work on the song? Like, did you ever edit it? Like, or like, did it come to you full formed almost? Songs just come to me. Yeah. And I don't force it. And once I have like a, a small, uh, you know, chorus or words would just start come to my mind and I would put it together. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, you said that you don't understand the language, but you feel the energy. It's because what I'm saying is based on true story. Yeah, yeah. My music, my art is based on true story. So that's why I think that people could connect with me easily mm. because they could feel the energy, the passion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, you've been invited to the UN. I mean, you went to uh, like a multicultural, like cultural show yeah. by the UN. Yes. And I think it, that, that's, again, power of art, right? Yes. You have found a way to cross those barriers of language. Yeah, and especially someone who makes music in Tamil. Like, they invited me to go to Rwanda. Yeah. And uh, even for Bill Gates' 25th anniversary, I opened the 25th anniversary dinner gala, Jeez. but I was singing in Tamil. Yeah. And I never ever thought that someone who will make music in their mother tongue will get an opportunity where you're singing in front of people who don't understand your music. So for me, it was like, okay, so no, that's, this that's is a really, beautiful moment. yeah, I, I feel honestly blessed because people can connect with me yeah. and that's a blessing. Yeah, because Tamil is like a cult, like is a, a classical language of the world. Oldest. Yeah, right? yeah. It's the oldest spoken language. I think like 60 million people still speak it. Yeah. And uh, the direct lineage goes back like 4,000, 5,000 years. We have books like that document that. Yes. And yet it's the least known language, yeah. right? Everyone knows Latin, Mandarin, right? I think it's one yeah, more. Right. It's like four uh, classical languages, recognized, officially recognized uh, classical languages. And Tamil just became the recent one. Yeah. Right? And um, I mean, in UFD now, we're starting a Tamil research chair now to like, wow, nice. to, to like learn the, the language, right? So, I mean, what about like, you're propagating the language almost 
in your own way by showcasing it in an art form. I think so. I yeah. think so. I'm making it cool. Yeah. I want the teenagers to be like, yeah, wearing a putti is cool. Mm -hmm. Smelling like curry is cool. That mm. means your mom made fresh food at home. Yeah, yeah. You know, being called fob is cool. Yeah. That means that you're rich in culture and you're bringing so much to the table. Yeah. So yeah. I want to tell like the younger generation, don't be ashamed of who you are. Being Tamil, it's, it's, it's such a cool thing. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. language is one of the oldest language yeah, so I mean, just be proud <laughs> no i mean that, that that message speaks definitely and your audience has been resonating on that because um i mean any immigrant that goes through the immigrant experience feels that cultural kind of shame yeah where it's like my differentness is not fitting the main line yeah but now i think in the age of instagram and social media people across bounds can like connect with each other because they can connect with the through through your culture yeah. right? what makes you different is now makes you stand out yes um, and most of your fan base are like these 16 year old girls who like, you know, TikTok over your voice and like will record that. And one of the things I appreciate you is like anytime anyone mentions you, especially on Instagram, you're resharing them. Mm. You're like, hey, I'm, this is a platform, right? If you're part of this, if you're singing along, if you feel this music, if you're dancing along to it, I'm gonna reshare you. Yeah. And uh, I mean, one of the things you appreciate is that like, my, one of the first people I saw utilize this really was you. The resharing. Ah, thank right? you. You reshared like you have thirty reshares, and like watching your story was like, holy shit! There's a movement behind this, yeah. right? People are resonating with this. Some people sit there and talk about what it means to them. They're like driving to work in the car, do you know, like yeah, you know, and uh, and so many times you have shared screenshots of like like girls all over the world who like send you like you're my inspiration, you yes. know, calling you Akka and all that, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, like Navini Akka, it's a, it's a, it's a movement, it seems yeah. like. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to tell people not to be like me, but I guess that it's doing the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't be like Navini Akka, right? I mean, that started with uh, like an inside family joke. Yeah, inside right? family joke. Everybody is like, don't be like her. Look at her, that Akka, don't be like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just became like a trend. So I'm like, yeah, don't be like me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love your family dynamic, man. There's four of you guys, right? Like, yes. you have three siblings, right? I mean, your brother is into superintendent into martial arts yes. and MMA, right? He's running his Muay Thai gym right now. Uh, your, your sister, uh, she's always like, taking care of you and making sure you're yeah. good. Yeah, and she's an artist too. She paints very well, my older yeah. sister. Yeah. And, you, and like, uh, your support level that your family gives you. Like, yes. you, guys act, uh, like you guys are so supportive around each other. Um, was it like, did you guys build, did you build that kind of infrastructure with them? Like, was it like, did it, was it always like everyone felt that? No, I, it, it, it wasn't like on a professional level where we talked about it, hey, this is what we need to do, but it just happened naturally. Yeah. Uh, my younger sister also sings very well and she plays the piano. We, we used to have like jamming session in the house before when mm. I was a bit bald. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, she's actually born UFD as well. So yeah. um, if you see in my family, everybody is so talented in different, different level and we always support each other. Yeah. Like, and I never felt the need to have uh, friends um, or uh, you know, having like a group of people where I wanted to mingle because like I always had my siblings by my side. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they, it was such a natural thing. Like, you know, my shows, they would come, they would be in the front line, they would sing, they would shout my name. So honestly, like it's also uh, a blessing, I would say, yeah. No, definitely. Um, yeah, let's jump to that video that uh, I wanted to bring up. So I, I wanted to bring this as a surprise but unfortunately, you got caught up in the moment, and I did reveal it to you. So this is your, f this is your first real performance, right? 
Yes. Was it the first performance? <laughs> so this is at uh, Lakshan and Tivia's wedding, like in um, wedding reception. Yeah. What was it engagement reception? Engagement. Engagement, engagement reception. And you, was it? Were you, would they ask you, or did you offer to sing? Uh, I'm not sure how it worked, but I have a habit of bringing my guitar everywhere I go. Yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if I told them, "Hey, I'm gonna perform for your engagement." But you shot this. Yeah. Yeah. So I shot this because I'm like, yo, I need to capture this. Because oh up until this point, I was hearing your struggle, like, oh, I'm, I'm learning, you know, Ravi, I'm learning guitar uh, on you off YouTube. You know, uh, I don't know the chords, but I'm just going at it. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to Whatever sing. Whatever sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. You're just trying to, you're just figuring it out. So I'm like, yo, you've been grinding on this for about a good year. So mm -hmm. I'm like, someone's, someone's got to record this. No one was. So I'm like, I need to jump there and get it. And I'm glad I did because I mean, what a, what a progression it's been. So this is your first. In, like, performance, <laughs> yeah. first video, and I had to upload it on YouTube. So this is uploaded in 2012 to YouTube, my personal account. Please don't find it. I'm gonna reshare it somewhere else. But uh, yeah, let's, let's play something. Oh God, I don't, I don't want to hear how I sound. Look at my hair, look at the way I'm dressed, oh my god. This is the first song that I wrote on my guitar. I know. Yeah. I know. Aww. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, can you pause that? So like, again, oh to this Lord. day, still don't know all the words or what you're saying. You did explain to me after. Yeah. But I used to like, after I uploaded this, I used to play this randomly. Because I'm like, I could hear this, especially this part where your the inflection of your voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that wasn't trained. That came out because you're feeling. Feeling it. Yeah. You're feeling it. Yeah. And I knew that because I, I knew uh, what you're doing. And I'm like, this girl's going to blow up. Like in the you back of my head. Oh, right. God. So like, I know I used to bug you. I used to call you all the time. I'm like, oh, now, you know, I haven't seen you in a while, but you, know, you got to keep doing this. I'm having a barbecue. Come, yes. come and do something. Yes. Come, in, come and perform. Come and, you know, do this. And I would almost purposely do this right uh, the backyard barbecues bring Nero because he's sick yes. on the drums Sajid because he's wicked beats and yeah. getting flow started right and you and him would go I have like uh, I, I should still have the videos I'm gonna try to find yeah it, he would rap in English and I would rap in Tamil yeah like we used to go we used to go like back, back and, and forth. forth back and yeah. forth right because uh, sometimes you'll collaborate on us like right there in a song one person yeah. will sing other person will rap right we had a lot of fun with that yes but like I wanted to do that, like, to be honest, because I'm like, both with Sajeev and with you, but like, especially with you, it's like, yo, you need to do this more. And I wanted to see it more, yeah. right? Because I got addicted, right, to hearing this. And I'm so glad now I can go on Spotify and hear it. Yes. Right? But this particular song is not out yet, but I'm working on it because it's my, like I said, first song that I wrote and yeah, my yeah. guitar. And yeah, like, yeah, we go way back and I remember you motivating me. Every time I would feel down, you'd be like, you know, you got to keep going. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're a superstar now, so you got to keep going. And I think like, it took me some time to realize that. No, that's great. I'm <laughs> glad you did. Right Now you're like showing the world everything, going with the UN and showing your voice. Right. So I'm super proud to see that. Thank you. And um, yeah, wishing you more success. Thank you. So in the coming, much. coming, uh, in the coming months, right? But right now, you're working on that project. You just announced it on the intro video, the start of stand-up uh, video. Yeah. Um, a new album. Yes. A finally, a full album. Full album, and uh, yeah, I'm super excited because it, this album is uh, called Fob, mm. fresh off the boat, and uh, I'm written Fob all over my face. Perfect. So, um, the songs are, uh, you know, I'm not featuring anybody. It's just me. 
I'm thinking about having 11 to 12 tracks yeah. and uh, super excited and uh, hoping to release it before May. Yeah. Before May. I remember this because I remember calling you um, when you released your first song. I, I think it's before the, this one. Right? Uh, is it? I think so. Okay. Right, and you were part of a trio. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I called you. I'm like, I was like, I was like angry telling you. I'm like, Nats, you sound amazing. <laughs> why don't you have a single? Right? Why don't you have a single? And I'm like, after that, I'm like, why don't you have an yeah. album? Right? And then uh, I, I was like, I'm hungry for it. I'm like, the world is hungry for it. But I'm so glad you're actually working on it now, and you're taking the time to develop yeah. your voice and your art form to do that. So when can people expect it to come out? Like, do you have a date? I don't have a fixed date yet because I'm still in working, it? working, uh, work in progress. But mm -hmm. I'm hoping before May. Yeah. Hoping, not sure. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, going back to the name, right? Best. I think that's the best title for your first album because it goes back to where you started from. Yeah. Right. I mean, you really struggle with that kind of word yourself. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Yeah. Right, I remember, I remember, I mean, our second time we hung out, right? So this is something I, I always engraved in my head. It was like at a formal, I think like mm -hmm. York formal yeah. or something like that. And we caught up and again, you saw me, ran over and we're talking. And some, one, of my, one of the guys at the table were like, they made a joke, laughed, is like uh, about your accent. Mm -hmm. And I remember getting so pissed off, but then getting pissed off that I never said anything to stop that, <laughs> right? Because I'm like, I was so confused because even, even though, like, it wasn't until you made it apparent or other people made it apparent about, about the accent being a thing, for me, it was never an issue. Because, like, I can, like, you know what I mean? The judge of character is always there. Yeah. But it, not everyone is like that. No. Right? And I can't tolerate, like, almost anything, but when people mock my identity, especially if you are another brown person and you're calling me a fog, mm. I can't tolerate that. Like, I will put you on blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tolerate that. And my mom raised me to be very vocal. Mm. You do something like that, uh, I, it's very disrespectful. I'm not the person who's like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, like, I feel sorry for you. I try to do that here and there, but I'm like, yo, like, yeah, yeah. why? Why would you? Like, I will put them in their place. And uh, I think it's important because people don't realize how much their words could affect. Yeah. I mean, Hate is nothing new to me. Growing up back in Colombo to Montreal where I got bullied, uh, but love is new for me. So when I received this amount of support from strangers, that was new for me. So mm -hmm. I am focusing more on the love because yeah. that's something that I haven't received um, growing up, like, you know, and hate is nothing. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, you're hating on me? Okay, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Like, that's old story, you know? But when someone loves me, mm. I'm like, oh, come here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is new. Give I like more. this Give feeling. Me, yeah, Give yeah, me yeah. more. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, that's where I am working on right now. I'm focusing on what's new to me, what makes me feel good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and one of the things, like, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm an introvert. Like, I can do this kind of stuff. I can go on the crowds, but it takes energy out of me. But I've seen you in front of a crowd. Like, you draw energy from that attention, right? Like, you shine bright. When people, when that, when given that spotlight, yeah, and utilizing that spotlight you have now to talk about this issue is so great because I mean, meeting you and, and being friends with you has really changed my opinion of this because I was 100% guilty of this, right? Like, like the in group and out group culture, right? Growing up as an immigrant, like it's super easy to be like, oh, you know, like we're like you know different from them, yeah, yeah, because like being an immigrant is already hard enough because you're different. Yeah. When other people come in and be like and and act. Like everyone thinks immigrants are acting, yeah. can't speak the language properly or different, you know, they, they you know, have a weird smell, not yeah. dressing properly, right? Um, but like, oh shit, I'm not that. So mm. you want to push that away from yeah. me, kind of, kind of from that and be like, oh, I'm different. Yes. I'm part of this 
this community. This cooler, cooler group. <laughs> but then here you come, you know, with this French like background, with this huge fashionista kind of spirit and, and, and fiery passion. And yeah, you like we were, I'm we on put, this side. Yeah, you're yeah, putting in a new category. Yeah. You opened up a new category, almost, mm. right? Like people are trying to push you into this, but you weren't. You were a voice on your own. And that really kind of changed a lot of people's opinion when you start talking about this. Because, you know, here you are, you know, fashion forward, right? Producing music, talking to a, talking a great message to a great group of people, right? And pushing an art form that you learned and crafted yourself. You've done all these great things. So you're showcasing the power of what immigrants can do, right? What people can do and give them that spotlight. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's very sweet of you. But yeah, like you said, um, you know, in the beginning of my uh, music career, I was waiting for people to acknowledge me, mm. waiting for people to tell me, Naz, I love your voice, you know, that never happened. Yeah. But the moment I'm like, yo, this is my voice. And if you're giving me a spotlight or an opportunity, I'm going to make it my own. Yeah, yeah. And I love being on stage. I just feel so good mm. when I get the attention from people, especially when people sing my songs. Oh my God. I have a, I have, I have this feeling after when I perform, I'm like, why why do why do they like me so much <laughs> why do people like my music because when i first released my song i said this would be it because i'm so sure that people are not gonna like me yeah yeah but i want to try so i don't regret in the future mm. so i'm like first song done and i'm like i didn't even want to check my phone because i'm like people are gonna like yell at me they're gonna make fun of me so I, when i released my song i didn't even check but then i got like i jumped from three thousand uh followers to 15,000 followers overnight. Wow. Overnight. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, why do they like me? Why do they like my voice? It was such a shock for me. Because I grew up people telling me, your voice is aggressive. It's not good. You sound like, you know, you know you're not even sure what you're doing. Are you talking or are you rapping or are mm. you singing? What is it? I do all three. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm super blessed. Honestly, super blessed to have like people liking me, loving my music and... Uh, I get these cute messages from people all over the world and uh, like I cry sometimes mm. <laughs> because the messages are very, very personal and it, it motivates me. Yeah, yeah. Every time I, I hit like a bump, like I would go and read the messages and I feel good within a second. Yeah, yeah. So your, your fan base literally is like is emotionally supporting you Yes. as well through this, right? Because yeah. I mean, putting out art, putting out something new, right, whether it's a business or an art form, I mean, that's take a lot of your soul. You know, you're kind of dangling it out there, like vulnerable, right? Yeah, very vulnerable. Music yeah. makes people vulnerable. Artists become so vulnerable yeah. because they're talking about themselves. And then you're giving other people the opportunity to talk about you. Yeah, yeah. So when you talk about something, you're allowing them to comment on it. Yeah. So. I mean, let's talk a little bit about like how you operate now. It's like now 47, now you have this brand, right? You're like, you're branded, you have this name behind you. You're getting all this notice. Right? Like, how do you manage all that? Like, how do you ma manage your content, your messaging, who you, how you portray yourself? I mean, you've always been good about that, right? When, with like, when it comes to fashion and your style, you do that all yourself, your styling and all that. But more than that, like, as, your, as a brand that you're developing, right? Like, how do you, how do you think about it? Uh, I, don't, I don't plan anything. I just go with the flow. I'm mm. very well connected with my mind. And so if something feels right, I would talk about it. Mm. Not because it's the hot trend. I would wear something that I feel comfortable in and not mm. because this person, that person's wearing it. So uh, for, for, for me, with this whole brand and everything, I manage it on my own. Mm. But I do have like someone like my brother, my siblings, 
good friends. Uh, I have a friend who would like call me out on things that I shouldn't have said. So yeah. I have like good support system. So that's all I needed, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but in terms of professionally, like I do not have uh, like a management team. I do not have someone telling me this time uh, on this day, if you posted, that will be more engagement. I don't have someone in the back telling me these things. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just doing everything with like a, a raw, purest like form. So it has helped me so far and I'm sure it's going to help me in the long run. No, definitely. I mean, th uh, like the way your, your growth speaks for itself, right? Like of an organic kind of content. Like when you share yourself organically like this, I mean, you plan too much, people kind of resonate with that. Yeah. And uh, what's, the, what's the learning curve then? Like anything that you're like, you've learned over this, like as you become more, more known? Uh, I've, I've learned to love myself. I've already like, you know, love myself enough but throughout the process I've learned to accept that not everybody's gonna like you and that's okay not everybody's gonna love your music that's okay mm. people are gonna talk about, bad about you and that's okay so that's my learning curve like you know like about what I said about like people hating on me that's like nothing new like but I'm focusing on people loving me yeah. so these are their learning curve and it has built me to 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 be more accepting yeah of like how people portray me, but I'm gonna be me. It almost feels like through your art, through your fans, you're kind of building, you're becoming stronger. Yes. Right? You can bolder. Oh yeah. Right? I feel like I have like an army behind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nowadays, even like under my comments, if someone says something, I don't even have to respond. I have people responding on my behalf. Yeah, and yeah. that's like a, such a cool feeling. I don't yeah. have to fight my battles anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my people. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yes. But uh, like going back to like management side, right? Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure now that you're getting noticed, people are coming to you like, oh, let me do, help you with this, let me do that, right? let me do this for you. Like, how do you manage that? Like, how do you select people to work with? I guess intention. I want to know what their intention is, yeah. you know, and what are they looking from me? I'm an independent artist, so I'm not from a wealthy family, uh, middle-class family, and in my, in my family, every single one of us work. Yeah. So to me, if someone comes into my life wanting to help me, I always wonder, what are they gaining from me? You know, yeah. like, is it, is it like, are they genuinely want to help me because they see talent and potential for my growth or are they just want to ride the good, good wave that I have right mm. now? So that's important for me. Anybody who wants to help me, like, I always wonder, like, why do you want to help me? What is that? Like, you know, there's so many people out there and why, why me? Yeah, yeah. So like, that's how I, I decide if someone has good intention for me and have the best, you know, for me. Yeah, I mean, you don't have any names, but there any been any like negative um, associations you've had with people? Mm, no, no. And uh, honestly, like uh, like I said, the firm group has helped me sponsor my music videos. Yeah. I have few people want to sponsor me for, for my album, but um, it all depends on what they want in return from me, right? And yeah, yeah. if I'm able to give them what they, they want from me. And most of the time it's a shout out, it's cool, but most of the time it's beyond shout outs, mm -hmm. if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, stay away from me. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, like you've become, like, uh, especially in the Tamil community, right? Like, it's such a subgroup, uh, like a small subgroup of people, but we're still vocal. Yes. And uh, like, there's a lot of artists now coming up in Europe who are really standing out and really doing amazing things. 
and it's become like we are we are a true diaspora. Like there's parts there's Tamil people all across the world. Each of them developed a different kind of voice, but yes. same kind of united by this ancient language, right? Yeah. Um, how has that interaction been like? Now that you're knowing, like, are you meeting artists from different people, parts of the world that you know come from a different language? Like, how has that interaction been? So yeah, um, so because of this social media, the power of uh, networking and internet, it's easy to connect with people, especially mm. if you put out good content. Like they follow you, you send them a DM, and hey, you're friends. Yeah. So from India, I was able to connect with a few people from Kerala. Um, you know, I did uh, two songs for the movie for action movie with Hip Hop Tamla, and I also done nice. one for with Sid Sriram where I sang a small rap portion. Mm -hmm. So this all happened through social media. So um, and going to Rwanda, I met uh, artists from uh, Tanzania, uh, Kenya, like you know and. These are the things that I never ever imagined happening mm. in my life. And again, because of social media and everything, it made it easier to connect. And people from Europe, like some people, they have their own own path. When you think about independent music, we're creating so much noise mm. in the independent scene, right? And most independent artists sing in Tamil, rap in Tamil. So, which is nice because the younger generations are looking up to them. Yeah. So it's, we're making a lot of noise in the independent industry and I'm grateful to have uh, had the movie side of uh, uh, exposure in South India. So we'll see more things coming up. Yeah, how, how's, that, how's that journey in uh, South India, uh, in India been like um, the navigating the movie scene? Like, uh, so India that? feels like uh, closest to home because mm. Jaffna is home, home. Yeah. But because of certain situations that happened, uh, like I, I feel like uh, India is the closest to home. So when I go to India, Chennai, I'm like them. I, I just walk around like it's it's my own country and people look at me so weird. This girl has two nose piercing and she's wearing these Nike shoes with so much swag. Where is she from? <laughs> you know? And I would talk to them in Tamil and they would respond to me in English. Yeah. And it's called Tamil Nadu. Come yeah. on. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm making, uh, I'm making a statement, like, you know, saying that, hey, if I'm talking to you in Tamil, that means that you can talk to me in Tamil too, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? So um, it's, it's nice. Chennai is, it's, it's home, definitely. Like close to home. I feel like home when I'm there. And uh, the movie industry has um, opened up doors for me where I'm in contact with some big people. Uh, and we're cooking some stuff, but I can't speak yeah. about it yeah, yeah. until like, you know, it's like finalized. Of course. Uh, but a lot of things are happening slowly but surely. And I'm planning to go to India, maybe in three weeks, um, you know, to do my album work mm. and to perform as well. So and I'm super excited and I feel like this year I'm going all out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm excited for you. <laughs> I've seen the build up towards this moment, right? Um, but like going back to the India, like, is there any differences in working with like um, the art industry there, like the film industry, mm. music industry? Like it's probably culturally different a little bit, right? Too. Yeah. Right? So when you're making your own song, you're your own boss. Yeah. But if you are doing a song for a movie, it's based on a scenario and based on what they want. Mm. So that's the shift, right? So you're being told what to do, and here you're just being you. Yeah. And uh, that was a bit of struggle for me because I was given a scenario and then uh, working with Hip Hop Tamla was amazing because he's an independent, he started as an independent artist so he was very helpful. But like I'm saying in the longer run it could be based on certain scenarios and I think I, think I, would, I would get used to it, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I think it's all a stepping stone and 
Tamil cinema is something that I want to grow and you know like I want to work with that entire cinema field and I would love to sing for Rajini Kant. Rajini Kant's intro voice for like with a female you know tone I think that would be super dope. Yeah, I want to yeah. work for I have like dreams and I have like big dreams. Yeah, yeah. So the big scary dreams, ones. The scary ones is like wanting to work for like you know work with Rajini Kant uh, sir, and um, work with like these big, big uh, influencers in the Tamil cinema who are making noise. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that'd, that'd be amazing to see. But I th again, I think it comes back down to that the cultural struggle, right? Because especially in South India, it's such a, like, a male-dominated yeah. culture scheme, right? Where it's, it's always a male hero, it's always geared towards that. The, f the females are still portrayed as like, the weaker ones. Yeah. And your music, your art, your, your form is completely against that. Yeah. I mean, you're always the, the heroine in your, in your videos, yes. in, your, in your music, yeah. right? Has there ever been, a, uh, has it come up where like they want to soften you up? Soft? And no, I don't think nobody has ever tried that. Perfect. That's they good. probably know that it's not gonna go not well. Gonna happen, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like uh, I portray myself as who I am. Mm. Um, I, I think that that's probably why I I gained so much support in such a short period. Yeah. Because I'm I'm not like this movie. Like you know, half of the time, the movie heroes, you know, they always act like oh they don't know what's going on. I'm living in a la la land. Everything is beautiful. I'm like really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, that needs to be changed. And I think that. Someone like Nandara is making that change. Like if you see her recent movies, she takes charge. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's picking these storylines that are, are, are mainly focused on like women and she's playing these bold characters. And I think that change is already happening in the Tamil cinema. Yeah. So, which is pretty cool. What's your favorite movie? Uh, well, from Nandara? Yeah. Ah, good question. Did you see the movie uh, where the kid falls into, what's it? Adam. I, don't I haven't seen a Tamil movie in a while. <laughs> yeah, I need to. I need to. I need to get back into that. 100. Yeah. percent So I'm gonna. I'm gonna make an effort into that. I'm asking because I'm gonna watch it then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's a good movie. It's uh, based on like you know what actually happens mm -hmm. um, in in India in mm -hmm. a certain rural area, and um, she just a boss lady. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's the name of the movie again? Adam. 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 Okay. Yeah. Cool. So that's a and good one. you have an all-time favorite. I'm, I'm assuming. Your favorite movies are Tamil movies? Yeah, yeah. and I only, you know, yeah. like watching Tamil movies and listen to I have so many favorite movies, I can't really pick one, mm -hmm. but uh, Talabadi. Okay. No, we go way back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Talabadi is the, the, the classic one. Yeah. The classic <laughs> one. Any reason why? It's oh no, the storyline is amazing and yeah. it's Rajinikanth, so. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> um, cool, I mean, I know you're talking about the future projects a little bit, about the album coming up and all this. But, I mean, with, with social media especially, you can't help but get drawn into like cultural battles, right? Mm. Um, a lot of, especially for like, for like uh, in the Tamil community and actually every community, right? And the idea of like what it means to be part of that community comes yeah. into effect, right? What it means to be Tamil is kind of, it's, it's such an interesting issue now yes. that people are trying Everybody. to figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, how do you define people that came from an ancient language and define them into one category? This is what it means to be. Right, and you've been vocal about that too, right? Like yeah, the, there's this, this whole like social media battle. If you're Tamil, you should do this. If you're Tamil, you shouldn't do this. If you're Tamil, like you know, you should act this way. And then it's so surprising to to see that in our generation, like in my parents' generation, okay, mm. uh, but like in our generation, it's like becoming so. I don't know. It's it's like I'm seeing people post and like have these social media fights and 
bullying and all that like people feel so entitled to comment about how one chooses to portray themselves mm -hmm. if i choose to portray myself as nas 47 okay let's do a little research on where she from what she has done like all whole background story is involved and everybody has something to say mm -hmm. so i think uh, with this whole social media drama like i try to stay away um like i focus on people yeah. who love me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty simple cool so yeah like one thing that um, um uh, i would love to see right is you work with international artists yeah. on like international music as in like different languages combining together have you tried anything with that uh so far i haven't really mixed yeah. uh you know uh for an example I would love to work with Cardi B. Mm. I would. I think she's so dope. Yeah. I would love to work with those international artists, but I think it's work in progress. Yeah. Just like how Spanish music is common in in in, in uh, Hollywood, mm. I wanted to make it look like Tamil music is pretty common too. Yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, that's something that I would uh, really like to accomplish in the future. Yeah, but as of now, my album is my first priority and I haven't really collaborated with anyone uh, else so far, especially this year is about me, my brand and my album. So mm -hmm. that's what my focus is. Maybe the following year, 2021, I would like to collaborate with like more international artists. But yeah. Cool. Um, MIA. MIA, right? Like being a Tamil uh, artist, especially, you cannot not, like uh, appreciate her her, uh, her music and her oh voice. Oh my God, yes. Right? There's so many similarities I see between you guys in that mm -hmm. kind of aspect, right? I mean, there is. You guys are edgy. <laughs> you guys are both very vocal, know what you want, and, and, and exclaimed out the world, right? Okay. You're very rough with your music as well, right? Like, yeah. you, you're very purpose driven. Um, and have you watched any documentary? No, I haven't. I haven't. I sh I should. I know. But I've seen a couple of clips. Yeah, and you have uh, to watch that documentary. Yeah. I caught it here when it uh, when it first premiered. She premiered here in Toronto. Uh, I I ended up getting a free ticket. Free ticket. Shout out to CTPA. Okay. Right? They, they reserved a few tickets and gave it out to okay. a few people and caught it. She played at the AGO downtown, like at an actual like museum ci cinema, right? Like wow. very close, small um, small uh, theater. Yeah. And people just walked in and started watching that too. And here was a story of uh, a female artist, a Tamil artist, Tamil. from another, from a, like a little bit older generation, like in between generation between yes. her parents, yeah. parents and us. And her story of how she struggled as an immigrant and utilized her multi platform, yeah, yeah. her platform, but how she built it. Right, you have to watch it. Yeah, I think. But, yeah, um, I I I watched a couple of clips of it. Yeah. I, I understand like the storyline and everything, but it's nothing like watching the entire thing. Yeah. But she's been very supportive. Yeah. Like she follows me on Instagram, and the day she started following me, oh my god, yeah. I took a screenshot and I still have it on my phone. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, mom, look, am <laughs> I is following me? That's thing. But yeah, so she's been very supportive, and um, you know, like her music speaks to me. Like, mm her tone and the, the simplicity in her music and you know it's very clear like there's no beating around the bush, bushes in her music mm -hmm. straight to the point yeah. I want to talk about borders here's borders I want to talk about like you know like drugs here's a song about that like you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, she's, yeah. there's no there's no hiding no like, absolutely you know, I love very not that the, the political but like the message like yeah. her music her songs each have a message right yeah. I was just talking to a friend about uh, one of our favorite songs um, What's that? Uh, Paper Planes, mm -hmm. right? One of my friends, uh, Matt, the realtor, shout out to Matt's of Paper Planes Group. He named his company Paper Planes oh Group my God. after that song. Oh my God. <laughs> right? That's how much it spoke 
that music spoke because yeah. um, in the in the actual the documentary she talks about this because it's such a controversial song song because it's like literally gunshots and like we're going to take your money money yeah it's so aggressive right yeah. going back to aggressiveness yeah. people like give her shit for it and she talked about like no no this is a parody on the immigrant struggle her 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 thing was that no it's like everyone thinks the immigrants are coming here over a plane coming here to, to come and steal your money jobs, yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna make a video like yeah this is what we're here for yeah. so what <laughs> what are you gonna do about it yeah, yeah and yeah. she's like oh, yeah. she, did, she ran a parody on it and especially viewing, viewing it from that lens has a whole new like uh, appreciation for that song right so me and that guy actually watched documentary together and after he she explained that he went out and oh named his company god. Paper Planes Group. Oh my god, that's amazing. I know yeah. I seen a couple of people have a, a tattoo of uh, Paper Planes um, yeah. yeah, the yeah. Yes, it's she's she's dope like honestly. Mm-hmm. If I could meet her one time, it would be nice. <laughs> no, definitely. Um uh, funny enough, uh when she was here for the premiere, I was supposed to be uh, invited to uh, a private event where she wasn't. She wasn't allowed uh, access to Canada for some reason. No, oh, okay. I'm right? not surprised. <laughs> Something happened and then somehow uh, some strings were pulled, somebody got involved and helped bring her in. Mm. And I missed it. Yeah. Right? My parents were there. Oh my god. My parents were there. They were chilling with her, right? And they were talking to her and all that. But um, yeah, man, great that she's she has a, a, you have attracted attention to someone on such a vocal platform as well. But uh, any songs from her that speaks out to you? Uh I like her song uh Bird Flu. Bird Flu, yeah. It cool. has the Indian like you know folk style. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like the song Boys. Yeah. Um Borders for sure. Yeah. Like come on like every single one of us can relate to that. She's just amazing. I have like no words to describe her like mm-hmm. honestly. Like So if you watched like the um again back the documentary, right? She talked about how like before she found her voice, part of what she did was went back home. She was actually a videographer. Seriously. She started her career being a videographer. She used to record other artists. Right. And that, yeah, so she talks about it. She she has in, her entire life like we have Instagram now. She has her entire life on VCR tapes. She carried on a camera and talked about it. And that's what she made the documentary herself. This is her life filmed from her angle. Right? Crazy. And one of the things she went back home um back in uh, 2006 I think back when the tigers still controlled the northern half of, of Sri Lanka. and uh, the tamil population living under uh, under their things and she went and she was uh, looking at this and she would see tamil girls her age her in, age yeah in in military outfits military yeah. uniform right ak47s walking around right being part fighting of this, for their freedom uh, yeah fighting for their freedom and uh, literally she's like she talked about one scene she's like there was like three girls in military uniform right sitting like on in a tree climbed up in a tree and they're braiding each other's hairs That's right so one at a time with like ak in their lap and she's just like if i was here this is, that would have been me yeah and that, that and then that would have been any of any know? of us yeah and that sparked her rebellious spirit right yes. so mia like as you know she's named after she's missing in action, action her yeah. father who went missing in action right and she's a very influential person mm-hmm. like her whole background story is amazing mm-hmm. and uh, yeah she she showed her frustration through music yeah. art so Absolutely. which uh, i can relate to yeah because that's my that's my uh, you know escape to yeah 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 so yeah man i mean funny enough i found out mma through my dad who randomly saw it on a newspaper back in like 2008 2009 when she played in coachella oh god right? wow off a song she again put up online right she was not an artist she's she wrote something and she put it up and it got downloaded illegally i i was one of them too off like <laughs> kazaa and these torrent sites right the download illegally and blew up 
and blew up to a point where Coachella, which again is still to this day one of the biggest musical biggest, festivals, yeah. asked her to come and perform because it, it, that's how much crowd it was, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. this idea of like putting your art out there, putting your soul out Online, there yeah. and being discovered, uh, I mean, it's, we are more empowered than ever before. Yes. Like previous generations were limited by their, you know, being connectivity and computers and yeah. tools. We're more information nowadays. So what would you say to like emerging artists now like who are trying to find their voice? Like, like yeah, like, like I said in the beginning, like we are blessed because we are in this digital era where everything is available to you, the tip of your finger. So it's about how well you use it and consistency is the key. One, if you try to do something, it doesn't work out, try something different the next time. And then like keep keep improving yourself and I think that's what worked for me and I see like a lot of growing artists they give up so easily like don't give up so easily like yeah. you know I could have like after this video 2012 like you know that you uploaded I would have I would have just been like okay I didn't receive enough likes I didn't receive in enough comments so people don't like me and I could have just been a you know bathroom mm. singer <laughs> yeah yeah so but then like I didn't give up I was like, I'm not giving up because there's a little voice inside me that keeps getting louder as I, as I grow older, mm -hmm. you know, that the voice that I'm hearing right now, I used to hear it when I was 13, 14, 15. The difference is it's so loud to a point now I can't silence the voice. And that's how it like, you know, blew out of proportion because the voice is loud now. I can, it's like having somebody next to me mm -hmm. and constantly telling me, you gotta go, you gotta keep moving. You know, there's there's other stuff that's waiting for you. Keep going now, like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, and the same voice I heard it when I was younger, for sure. Mm -hmm. It's just that the difference is it's just getting louder. Yeah. I don't know how to silence it. And I think it will silence on its own. I think it will be silenced on its own when I get to the place that is waiting for me. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, I mean, I hate to do this like near the end of, near the end of the episode, but. One thing I was uh, not sure I wanted to talk about, but I want to bring up, I'll leave it up to you, how, how far we can go into this, but it's talking about is Myron. Yeah. Right? And uh, you talked a little bit about your emo year, where like everything was more black and white for you, and before you got into really into music, um, close friend passed away. Yeah. Right? Can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, Myron's uh, death was uh, very, very, very shocking to me. I was 21 years old. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about cancer at that point. And he was someone that I imagined spending my rest of the life with. And losing him and music getting introduced was around the same time. And if it wasn't for music, if it wasn't for the $400 my sister, little sister saved up, I don't think I would be here to be honest with you. And uh, I was, depressed I shaved my head I was bald yeah. I'm sure you know that yeah. that phase that I went through and now looking back and I'm like I'm so happy that I didn't choose the wrong path I could have simply got addicted to drugs I could have simply did the wrong things because I was 21 yeah and I'm losing someone that I was in love with and I wanted to like spend the rest of my life with so when that hit me it hit me hard in my yeah. life I'm such an unlucky person. I'm unlucky. Like everything that I have right now, I had to work so hard for it. And I had to work like three times harder than a normal person would have to. I'm so unlucky. Like I, it's like, 
I, I don't mind saying it. I'm, I'm a very unlucky person. And when Myron died, it just confirmed that why does all these bad things have to happen to me? Yeah. And um, my, my, my sister saved up this money. Like, you know, she had like two knees, five dollars here and there. She was 16 <laughs> at that time. She had a big bucket, like, you know, yeah. money. And I said, Myrna, like, I think I'm going to, I want to get a guitar. But at that time, I quit my job to take care of him. And she just gave me this big bucket of oh like gosh. money. She yeah. goes, here, I don't know how much there is. Uh, go get yourself a guitar. And I went to the bank. I have a picture of me like waiting in the bank with that big, uh, uh, <laughs> big um, yeah. teddy bear looking. Um, it was, I don't know what to call it. Like it was like a jar, yeah. you know. And then I went there and she had like $400 that she saved throughout her 12, 13 years yeah. uh, of age and I'm like, and then I got the money, I went and I got myself a guitar yeah. and I remember playing the guitar until the tip of my fingers would turn purple and bleed. Yeah. I wouldn't stop because that was my escape and I would play the songs and all the songs that I write, which people connect to is for Myron and it will always be for Myron. Yeah. Any love songs, any heartbreak songs that you hear from me. and. Probably people could feel that because yeah. there's so much pain. Like I, it's been seven years now. It's been seven years now. And there's not a day that goes by without me thinking about him. Yeah. Like it's like stuck. It's like the first thing, like you know, that when I grab my guitar, or write music, it's just him. Yeah. You know. But I've learned so much through the process, and I'm grateful that I met someone like him because mm -hmm. he taught me so many great things that cannot be taught. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's love. Love turned uh, into music, the pain turned into music, struggle, everything turned into music. You know, everything got like, you know, summed up and the only escape that I had, like this much problem, but the only escape that I had was through music. Yeah. And that's really my appreciation of you if you really grew, right? Like I, I saw you go through that struggle. I mean, we used to chat whenever we could and you used to tell me, you know, what's going on up to into a situation. and. Like, my thing has always been, like, how far you went as a supporter, right? To support, um, you know, everything he was doing, everything he needed, but also leukemia, blood drive, yeah. bone marrow. So, like, your first real um, interviews going out there was to, to propagate this blood drive you're doing for him, yeah. right? To get to get the kind of donors that he, he needed. Yeah. And the amount of work you went, put into it and the amount of effort. Hearing that song, for me, Right. I knew, I don't know, I don't know the words, you explain it after again, yeah. but I felt that. Yeah. I knew where, where the place was coming from and that's where I knew, I'm like, you are so able to communicate. Even to somebody who doesn't understand, unfortunately, everything you're trying to say, but you can communicate to that. Like, I am so sure, like, you're going to go far. So I hope you keep producing music, keep Thank doing what you're doing, <laughs> get into film, get into everything you need to do. Thank and so um, congrats to you and everything you're doing. Thanks so much, Ravi. I mean, yeah. like, it's like talking to you, it just it takes me way back where we would have conversation in the car, late night phone conversations. And uh, honestly, like, it's like I said, I feel so blessed and like having you part of part of my life and through go through this journey with someone who knows me as Navini. Yeah. It's also an added blessing. Yeah. So I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. And I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Honestly, like you have yeah. a great team here. Like honestly, shout yeah. out to everybody in the room. Exactly. But like, this is going to go far and I wish you all the very best. Thank you. <laughs> and it's been an hour. Gotta it's been an hour up. already? Yeah. Man. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thank you and again. Can't wait to get this episode out. 
Yeah. Perfect. I heard it's a 47th episode. 47th episode, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All oh right. my God, that Let's was go. dope. <laughs>